but it's grown to uh, reaching out to properties. If you see vacancies and in, in, in um, uh, commercial properties that aren't listed, you can reach out to them. Obviously, you want to respect the brokerage agreements they have in place, but um, we'll reach out and I, I'll go back a couple years and find properties that were rented several years ago that aren't represented anymore. And I'll just... Welcome to the Maryland Real Estate Influencers Podcast, where we explore the ins and outs of the local real estate market. Join us as we chat with industry experts, uncovering tips, trends, and strategies to help you navigate Maryland's real estate landscape. Get ready to elevate your real estate game. Let's dive in. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Maryland Real Estate Influencers podcast with me, Jennifer Healy. Today, I'm super excited to have um, a very special guest, and you know you're at the right spot um, if you're interested in finding out how a real estate agent and his team went in 2022 from 87 units at $32 million and even having phenomenal success in 2023 of 45 units thus far, and we're recording at the end of August, 2023 at 18 and almost a half million dollars. So we have quite amount of production. So Andy, thank you so very much for taking the time and allowing us to interview you today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So could you tell us um, the listening audience a little bit about you and uh, where you work and what got you into the business? Um, so I, my office is located in Anne Arundel County. Um, I'm licensed in PA, Maryland, and Virginia. So I service um, South, Southern PA, York and Adams counties, all of Maryland will go anywhere, and Northern Virginia. Um, certainly always looking at expansion. Um, last year, I opened an office in Jacksonville, Florida, um, oh. in the Southeast Jacksonville area. Um, still putting things together there. So we're getting getting our licensing all set up and um, with some agents in Florida. So always growth minded, looking to open different offices. Um, I've been in the business, November will be eight years. Um, I started, I, I went into the business with the intention of developing a team. Um, I was selling radio commercials for Mix 106.5, 105.7 and, and all the CBS radio stations in the market um, and became friends with Doug over at Douglas Realty, the broker. And after several years, he convinced me to get my license and make the jump from selling commercials to selling houses. Um, and it's, it's been great since. That's awesome. What a story. I've, I've, uh, I've not heard about that. Actually, the uh, president of Ma of Maryland Realtors, um, she started out actually selling commercials um, uh, for uh, a, a similar for CBS affiliate station. Uh, okay. Wow, how interesting. Um, I really love that. I really do. Um, so is it just you and your family or do you have um, a significant other and children involved? Um, yes, uh, so we're married. I've been with dating my wife since uh, junior in high school. Oh, wow. So we were like 15, 16. We started dating. We got married at, uh, just when we turned 21. And uh, we've been married now for 13 years. Uh, oh, we wow. have... Uh, three sons, um, seven, five, and two-year-old boys. So they're getting to the age where they're getting pretty active. And I um, coach the baseball teams. I am the scout master at the Cub Scouts. Um, so I try to stay active with them as much as we can. Oh, that is wonderful. I love hearing that. 
And if we were to find you outside of work um, and outside of coaching with the kids or, or the club master, uh, where would we find you guys? What do you all do for recreation? Um, we do a lot of camping. Um, we got a camper. We go away a lot. We probably went away three or four weeks this year so far. Um, okay. And we even go down, take it down Disney. We go to Disney a lot. That's our our getaway. We don't really do the islands or the beaches. We go to Disney as much as we can with the kids. That's fun for us. It's good for those age groups. That's for sure. <laughs> Definitely. That is for sure. Have you been down to Disney during the holidays yet? Um, certain holidays. Our goals did all the holidays. We we have the the, the vacation club there, so we go down said so two or three times a year, and we've been hit. We we'll go down for a couple of days. We were there for Fourth of July last year. Um, we're gonna go down in um, February this coming year. So. Okay. Um, we well, haven't hit Christmas yet. We want to hit Christmas, but it's a chaotic time down there. In yeah, Christmas is fabulous. And <laughs> actually, so is Halloween. Halloween's a lot of fun down there, too. Yeah. So but, I hope uh, you get down there and that's what that gets on your radar because that's a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, so what I want to uh, speak with you about is uh, a couple of few, a couple things is one, do you hmm? have um, a daily success plan that you follow in your business? So um, I had a business coach for quite some time and then we developed, okay. we had a grid, it's called the daily success habits. It was like a point system for each day to kind of focus yourself on money making activities every day. And you got points for reaching out to people, connecting, um, writing offers, showing houses, that sorts of thing. So okay. um, I don't use it exactly as it's done. Everything I do, I like to do it my way, just personality I have. Mm -hmm. um, so I have a daily success plan that I want to kind of have a process each morning on getting into the office as far as following up on emails, prospecting, working transactions that are under underway uh, in escrow and um, kind of doing follow up. So I have a kind of plan that I've catered to myself. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's important to kind of have that schedule and have that set up. I feel like every day to stay productive because we do we get lost in the in the transactions and putting out fires and. Um, the only way to get rid of that highs and lows of the industry is to constantly be prospecting. If, you, if you're busy, you're not filling the funnel up because otherwise is, you see a cliff coming up with no transactions. Absolutely. So you always got to be prospecting. So it's a big deal in, in stabilizing the business and stabilizing your income, I feel like, in the business. Sure. And what does your prospecting look like? Um, it's certainly changed over the last two years with the market before, mm -hmm. I mean, two last two years, I mean, it's to just come to the office and people call you. Um, oh, it feels wow. like it was, it was a crazy business. I mean, a lot of referrals, um, this year, um, we are really focused on networking and grassroots events, grassroots events. Um, for us, I feel like that's going to be, uh, where you're going to get a lot of your business from, um, word of mouth, people knowing and trusting you more so than buying the leads. So we used to buy leads in the beginning quite a bit. We spent a lot of money, um, but you're kind of just one of many in those realms, especially with these lead providers selling them to multiple agents at the same time. So we really put our, our marketing dollars into sponsorship of events, client appreciation events, uh, reaching out to our previous clients um, and staying in contact and working our sphere um, has been kind of the, where most of our clients have come from. And um, we focus heavily, too, on reaching out investors and um, groups that purchase multiple houses in a year or regularly. So it, it kind of gives us more volume in having those relationships. All right. I like it. I like it a lot. And about how many of these um, these client appreciation 
or events do you do uh, annually? So starting out, we've been doing um, about two a year right now. Okay. Uh, we're putting one together. Uh, we want to do uh, uh, kind of a movie night. Like I, I, we're big into the Lakeshore baseball and I have access to the facility down here in Pasadena. And I got a real big inflatable movie screen. So when the weather's not as unbearable, we'll do like a movie night down there where you can come and um, watch a movie and kind of in the summer, end of summer uh, when the weather gets a little nicer. Um, we'll do holiday events. We'll do the, we do the pies every Thanksgiving and all of our previous clients can order a pie, which is common in the industry. Um, we'll do uh, in the, in the spring, uh, we are planning on doing a, uh, like a, like a Sam, sand beach kit for kids so come in and grab your beach kit before the before your summer hits you can take it to the beach with you and we'll have branded stuff for the kind of beach toys and just kind of time it to the, the season and yeah that, that sort of thing but i love that um, what a great idea yeah yeah we, we tried like happy hours and stuff and and, and restaurant things and it was hard because it's proximity based and you got to have someone local mm-hmm. um who's not, not going to come all the way across town for a happy hour at a real estate agent it's not practical but if you can set it up more so where you can do a pop by or they can stop in or you can drop it off to them a product or something that's branded mm-hmm. I feel like it goes a lot further and it's more convenient for them oh yeah and especially as young as your children are i remember when my kids uh were young i did events that were really um focused on their age group because it made my life and my work life easier when i just incorporated my work into my kids so i would have like breakfast with santa and i'd run out of armchair fire hall and then um let everybody that left there get a tree and then give X amount of dollars off per tree. And then I would write a check for X amount of dollars as I left. My sister's a volunteer fire firefighter. So uh, the hall was free to me. And we just had breakfast there. Santa Claus was there. My ex dressed like Santa Claus. It was a great <laughs> event. Now that my children are adults, I don't do things like that anymore. But I could see how that would be beneficial to you with your children, um, where you could wrap up work and play at the same time and in a very um enjoyable enjoyable for all um event definitely and and, and a lot of our friends a lot of our spheres in the same kids are in the same age group as us so it allows us to engage and reach similar interests with them yes um as well so it's it's interacting as as with your peers and all the parents from baseball we do events like that and i've been i invite all the parents from baseball in and 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 that's a big. We spend a lot of money with the youth youth group activities in the area, um, and I think it's a great source for us because it's relatable to us. It's it's familiar. It's actually, and then you're going to see all those parents at, at all the different events, whether yep. you're coaching t-ball and that they're, they're there, or you know the sons in karate and you're there, yeah. and that way they get to see you all the time and see what Definitely. kind of person you are outside of work as well. Ooh. I think that speaks that- volumes. And we just did, um, we did a big teacher appreciation uh, for the, in the spring. Um, my wife's a teacher at, at uh, in Annapolis. Oh, okay. So we picked like five schools and we brought in, we had lunch boxes made with our logo and teacher appreciation on them. And, and we had brought in lunch to a bunch of different schools in the area. Anyone's that our agents that work for me have worked with us, uh, had connections to, we took them lunch, took them lunch boxes, thanked them for everything they do. And just as a, as a reach out and, and touching and just, engaging with that community and and we've gotten leads referrals from the schools from teachers that necessarily we wouldn't have got before since we were engaging with them and i think that's really what we need to do and what we need to focus on is that relationship-based uh, marketing i love that that is wonderful 
Uh, well, I'm going to follow that up with a question is that mm -hmm. you told us some uh, really awesome numbers for 2022 and 2023, both. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm wondering, uh, could you break down the uh, where those that business came from specifically? Are they coming from your sphere of influence, past client, repeat? Uh, where specifically are it has the business in the last 12 months come from? Um, most of it's come from uh, past clients and referrals. Oh, that's, uh, that, that's been our, that's been probably 60% of our business. Um, it, it's been a, a lot of individuals have sold investment properties. They have uh, friends and neighbors referred us. Uh, we've helped um, uh, through those events. Uh, we spent, we, um, one of our agents does a lot with the, the gyms in the area. She works at the, the, the CrossFits and the races and and we do sponsor a lot of the race events for the striders and different events in the area and and just from those networks and those communities we get a lot of referrals in um so that's a big part of our business um right now and when we do we spend a little bit on leads but uh the leads are much colder um so probably only about 10 or 15 percent of our business is from um leads um but we do we, we do the farming so we get a percentage from the farming um, we do the letters, the postcards, whenever we have a, uh, a sale or anything, we send out postcards to the immediate community, uh, open houses. We've been back in the open house game here for a couple months and, um, we get a lot of unrepresented buyers from open houses still. I mean, we, we try to, that, that rule I always have, or I've learned is, um, generating three transactions, two and a half or three transactions off every listing. So you should be generating, having those open houses, bringing those leads in and generating more business from them. Um, Absolutely. We did a, I have a, a renovator I work with. We do a lot of renovation and flips. And whenever you have a renovation project in a community, there's always that intrigue from the community. What's going on? What's, mm -hmm. uh, what's happening? So we started doing community open houses before it listed. So we would just invite the entire community over once it's done. And I'd get, we buy a grill, have a tent set up. We barbecue, have food, drinks. And uh, we just have the, right, the whole community private event for the community to come see what we did and, and see how the house is um, and where we get 50, 60 people from the community coming over. And it's, it's twofold. It's them introducing us, introducing us to them because they're different communities all the time. Um, and it gives us opportunity to find more properties that are distressed in the area that may want to, someone may want to sell. Um, maybe a community member has a friend or relative that wants to come in and buy it before it hits the market and just kind of grab it up or, um, Maybe the, someone in the community likes what they do and they want to, I introduce them to me as a just not just a renovation agent, but I work as a general real estate agent and I can help them with um, finding a new home. Um, I like that. That is wonderful. Just, just, just like little block parties and we just have drinks, hot dogs, burgers and snacks and people come and hang out for a couple hours. It's nice. And that's awesome. That is awesome. It's like you're taking Mike Ferry's um, mega open house to a different level by inviting the entire community and making it into a cookout um, event uh, yeah. where you get an opportunity to meet them. So that is very unique. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And then um, another segment we've really added on in the last 12 months is we focus a lot on commercial as well. So we've uh, reached out to commercial real estate and um, we've probably done about 10 transactions in the last 12 months of, of commercial of different sizes, leases, um, listings and buyers. So that's and, another segment. Yeah. And what are you doing? Um, it, how did you how did you make that transition? Uh, and not specific transition, not like you're not doing residential anymore, but how did you mm -hmm. pivot, if you will, um, to into commercial? 
Um, it started out uh, having a couple, couple of regular clients that have businesses that wanted to look for space for their business. Okay. Um, but it's grown to uh, reaching out to properties. If you see vacancies and in, in, in um, uh, commercial properties that aren't listed, you can reach out to them. Obviously, you want to respect the brokerage agreements they have in place. But um, we'll reach out and I, I'll go back a couple of years and find properties that were rented several years ago that aren't represented anymore. And I'll just send a letter to them said, hey, see so you own this commercial property. Would you be interested in acquiring any more commercial properties or do you have any vacancies in any properties you need help filling? We can certainly help. Um, and just reaching out to previous because most commercial people, most commercial investors either have multiple properties or want more multiple properties. Um, in that sense. And then just going to networking events. Um, I was just at one recently and met a gentleman who's looking for a laundromat. He's like, I really want to buy a laundromat. So I've just been looking for laundromats and sending them stuff as it comes. So just talking to people and and and, and developing relationships is is where it's where it's gonna come from. I love that. I love that. Just grassroots is what I'm yeah, hearing you say over and over again. It, I love it's, that. It's important. Now we know that, you know, Maryland Realtors has told us that uh, year over year where the state of Maryland is down about 22%. Mm -hmm. And that has made a lot of people unhappy. And you're still having a, a, a phenomenal year, um, even with the Maryland Realtors statistics that we hear. What are you doing to get into that mindset every day and to stay as positive as you have been? in order to capture this and do this much production? Um, it really focuses on um, just knowing that we are confident in the confidence in yourself in the market. I mean, we're in a very transient market. We're very fortunate where we are with um, the federal government, the uh, military, um, and, and, and all the uh, uh, different air, different businesses that are based around here. So we are very transient. So people are always gonna buy and sell real estate in our area. Um, and a lot of agents hear the market's going down. So they stop doing these events. They stop marketing. They stop putting themselves out there because they feel like the market's shrinking. They don't want to give up the money that they have. And it's kind of the time to double down and to really put yourself out there. Um, when I was in advertising sales, you've always get that eight companies that stop advertising around November and they don't advertise through the holidays because the business is coming regardless. They're retail. They're going to come by here anyway. But I mean, and, and and rates drop in that time because people are pulling out of the market. So um, I did it when I was an agent. I, I advertised on, on the radio because I knew rates were going down that end of that year. And a lot of agents are checking out. It's the holidays. I'm not going to buy a, buy leads. I'm not going to put myself out there. But that's that's when you really do because it's cheaper to put yourself out there. And yeah. there, there's less transactions sometime. But the uh, goal is just get a bigger piece of the pie. So I um, love that. Kinda, do the opposite of what everyone else is doing. Very be, unique well. perspective. I love hearing that. <laughs> I love hearing that. Uh, what are the trends that you're seeing in the market right now? Um, we are seeing on, on the right properties, we're still seeing crazy offers escalating and waiving everything and, 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 and guaranteeing gaps. But we are seeing on properties, the, the, the general properties, um, that aren't one-offs or, or waterfronts or beautiful or special homes. We're seeing uh, days on market a little bit longer. We're seeing um, some seller help coming back to a point. Um, we are seeing um, 
negotiating the price down and price drops are coming more and more frequent. Before last two years, it was just stick it on the market and it'll sell. Now it's, you gotta be more strategic. It's at back to basics. I mean, there's nothing revolutionary in real estate. We're not gonna, there's nothing that's gonna completely be the golden or silver bullet that's gonna change them how we do real estate. It's just back to basics. People got spoiled the last couple of years with the volume of transactions and forgot you have to cold call. You have to reach out to people. You got to talk. I mean, I don't walk into a room where people don't know I'm a real estate agent. Um, half of my wardrobe is all logoed for my team. I mean, it's just I wear it wherever I go. because it's, it's a conversation, especially with how crazy the market's been. People want to talk about real estate. They want to ask questions. How's the market? Is it still crazy? So it's a great opportunity having that branding on yourself and letting people know what you do to start those conversations. Um, and we've been very, and with the rates going up and wherever the market is right now, we've uh, obviously the message has to change all the time, but it's the uh, marry the house, date the rate kind of philosophy. We've been toting everybody just find the right house. It's, it's never, it's always a good time to buy a house. It's never a bad time. Um, it's an investment. They're all, we don't see the market going to be this big fallout like it was years ago people have a lot more equity in their homes um they're vetting buyers a lot more rigorously so they're verifying income and all so um so it's not you know you can't sit around and wait for the market to fall apart it's not going to happen i don't believe yeah. so um it's just when you're ready it's a good time to buy make sure you buy smart don't go crazy but, and uh, i tell people it's hard when you're buying a house it's beautiful not to be emotional about it but Try to be reasonable. Don't just throw money at it because you love the kitchen. You can take that money you're going to pay over and make your own kitchen and run and renovate it to how you want it. So shopping mm -hmm. for the deal. And when people, you hear people tell that and, they're, and you're telling them not to overbid and go crazy, I feel like it's, you're more validating yourself, letting them know you're not just out there trying to close a house with them. You're out there trying to find them the right home, the right transaction. That's what's one of our selling things is I don't, I don't care what house you buy. As long as you buy a house, we don't want you to buy the the first house you see that may be the perfect house, but we want you to find the right house because you're much more likely to refer us to talk to your friends about us. If you buy a house you love versus a house that you just settled for. Yes. Very true. So, very true. I'm seeing that a lot. Uh, what type yeah. of technologies have you utilized in the last 12 months? Um, we do, uh, dialers. So I know everyone hates the the cold callers and the auto dialers, uh, but we do a lot of dialers to reach out to expireds because they're coming back. So we reach out to expireds. Um, we do um, uh, technology wise um, databases that can pull houses with equity in them that haven't changed hands in a while. Um, open houses, we use tablets and, and um, lo digital logins for open houses. Um, so wait, we have our process and people register for the open house and it puts them automatically in a funnel where they follow up with them, sends them similar properties and engages with them. Um, yeah, just trying to kind of things that'll help us take time off our shoulders and streamline our day. Um, technology wise, nothing, nothing groundbreaking. It's a lot of databases and, and resources, stuff like that. I think you're being extremely humble here. Um, I, I, I talk to people for a living and um, people are not putting this time, effort and expense into these databases. You're going over and above for your team. And I'm sure they're very grateful for what you're doing. And this is huge. 
uh, these these databases have been out. Yes, I, I'm aware, but you're one of the few that I've spoken to that are utilizing these techniques, much less all of them. I've seen people using one and two, but you're using all of them. So um, take a little uh, pat on your back there. You're doing something you. really great for your team. We try and it's giving them give them the assets they need to 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 succeed. I mean, we want to make sure they have everything they need. Um, we want to make it easy to write an offer, easy to do everything. We do use Dot Loop right now um, for our all transaction tracking. Um, makes it easy to write the offers, but uh, yeah, I know it's 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 just having the tools. Software is in the grand scheme of things pretty inexpensive if you can provide them with the right tools. Because um, I'd rather than instead of Figuring, fighting around with something, or rather be out there showing more houses and working with clients. Exactly. If we can automate it, if we can automate it, that's huge. And we we just started. I mean, I know I was at a uh, real estate uh, seminar recently, and the big topic was AI. And I'm just trying to learn about how AI is going to focus uh, or change the real estate market. So uh, we just started working with an AI program to kind of write listing uh, descriptions. Um, oh, which it's cool. pretty cool. It's pretty impressive how it works sometimes. I don't always it's agree pretty- with them. We tweak them. Yeah, you definitely have to tweak them. But, it is <laughs> but I mean, it does a pretty good job. I mean, because yeah. so much you get in the habit of writing them, they all become the same story over and over again. And you just change out the bedrooms and baths and little things out of the community. But you have your template set up. But it's nice to have uh, the AI to see how it can kind of pull different things from the market and, and generate Most it. Definitely. But I'm real intrigued um, looking at different AI programs in the future for virtual assistants and um, sales uh, sales associates, or I'm um, sorry, ISAs, mm-hmm. um, sales assistants to generate appointments. I'm kind of nervous, haven't pulled any triggers on any of that stuff, having them set appointments and stuff. But because um, I know when I get on the phone sometimes with someone, I can tell it's AI and it gets frustrating. Yeah. Um, but it's I feel like it's coming. So you kind of want to be in front of it and know about it versus getting blindsided by it. Most definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> so what are the goals that now I know that we're recording um, at the very end of August, and I know yep. we've got four more months in this year left. So what are the goals that you have for you and your team for the last four months of 2023? Um, last four months is, is it's, it's almost for us, it's it's in the, not in the books, but it's planned. I mean, we have, I have three agents out there now we're sending out. 250 letters each per week on for listings. It's going to be generate as many listings as we can right now. Um, but it's, it's how we plan our 2024 is all going to be planned by October because in real estate, you're selling a quarter ahead. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have your 2024 plans in by October, you're already starting out behind the ball because you can't start planning 2024 in December because worth, I mean, you're 30 to 45 day escrows. Mm-hmm. So you got to have your January business booked by the time December gets here. Absolutely. So, um, but yeah, no, so our, our planning is happening now for 2024. As far as um, our goals, we would love to last three years. We've been reaching a ceiling of around 35 to 45 million. I really want to break that 50 million mark in 2024. That's one okay. of my goals for volume production. I want to get my uh, Florida office kind of feet under it. I like to do like a little five or 10 million in Florida um, to start out. Um, and we're also looking uh, as, as Douglas Realty grows, we're growing with them. So they're opening in um, different areas, looking at uh, expanding in Virginia a little more. So go, we're going south in Virginia. And we like to, we travel a lot. Like I said, we, 
we go to camping and all, and we go to Virginia Beach in Florida. So it's nice to have offices where you like to go. You don't want to, if I can take a vacation and work while I'm there, it's a great write-off. Um, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's very good. Well, thank so, you so very much for coming on today, Andy, and telling us absolutely. a little bit about you and your team. And if people are listening to this and, this, and agents are listening to this, and they're like, this guy, this team leader has it got going on. He's got a lot of systems down and I want to talk to him about being on his team. I want to talk to him about Douglas Realty. How can they get a hold of you? Um, they can, I mean, give me a call. I mean, my cell phone number is out there. It's, I mean, you can put it on here. I don't know if I would say it, but uh, 443-791-6995. Uh, it's my direct sale. Um, we are definitely looking for agents. We want to grow the team. Um, I like the competitive. We have a very competitive attitude in the office. We want to have everybody in the office and you see if we have whiteboards that have sales goals and who does what because it, it drives you if you see someone else on the call booking appointments you want to get on the phone and book an appointment it gets right. that motivation going and that builds that uh competitiveness and that's what i think makes good salespeople. um but uh yeah no we, we are definitely looking to add three or four agents in the next 12 months um we want to add agents in different markets so people who service the harford county we service all of maryland but maybe in harford county you can, someone can take on that market or work in Adams County, PA, Virginia. Um, we're always looking to add agents. Um, and um, here in Pasadena, we have plenty of room. We have a beautiful 3,500 square foot office I lease um, that all my agents can utilize. We have free Wi-Fi, free printing for my agents. We have open house kits. We have everything they need to succeed. Signage, lock boxes, laminating machines, everything that we can provide to help them succeed, we'll provide um, uh, to, to help them uh, reach new people and then and, and branded items chotskis all that kind of stuff we provide all that to them but um, definitely looking to grow um you know it's important we know the support's important they know my phone number my agents know i'm 24 7 if i'm awake i'll answer my phone if you need help if you need me to step in and, and call an agent call a broker we'll mm -hmm. get it done um so whatever i have to do to save the deal that's our biggest thing is our our percentage to close is very high so we want to make sure we close every deal that we can and we'll we'll do what we need to to save the deal i love that thank you thank you so very much yeah, for taking the time absolutely. to be on the podcast today and to sharing yes, with these you. agents about your team um about what you do and how different you and your business model looks and agents as you're listening here if you'd like to reach out and speak with andy please call him direct if you're interested about douglas realty and finding out more about douglas realty if you're finding out more about being on his team and all the different uh, services that he offers and of course i'm going to ask you two favors one is to please share this podcast with two of your colleagues that you like a lot and i promise that they will appreciate the time that uh, you send to them and then them listening. And number two, whichever pot platform you're listening to this podcast on, take a moment, leave us a review, an honest review about my conversation with Andy today or about the conversation you would like me to have with someone new. Uh, so please take a minute and provide us with that review. I sincerely appreciate it. And until next time, we'll see you all later on. Have Thank a great you. day. Take care. Thank you for joining the Maryland Real Estate Influencers Podcast. We'd like to ask you two favors. Number one, forward this podcast to three of your favorite realtor friends. They'll thank you for it and I'll thank you for it too. Number two, we'd love reviews. It helps get the word out. 